Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are and whatever part of the day it is for y'all. For those of y'all that give me a little bit of your time each week, thank you, as always. And for those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, thank you. I'm grateful that y'all are continuing to help it grow. And hopefully, it's useful to a few people and to our country just a little bit. I'm going to go for one of our little walks down the road. Pretty still day. have two puppy dogs that have come out, but no no kitty cats today, and the birds are off somewhere. Managed to stumble across a turkey nest earlier this week with some little chicks. I don't really have much hope of them surviving the possums and raccoons and kitty cats but and snakes and everything else, but we'll see. All right, we'll go ahead and get into this. As so often happens, y'all are getting used to me saying this, I stumbled across something that kind of bumped what I had planned. And probably going to spend a couple days on it. Maybe even three, we'll see. See how it goes. See how interested y'all are. But I think it's a great... Some of y'all are going to be familiar with it. It was a speech given back in October of 1964, so almost 60 years ago, and I'm going to read it first, and then I'll tell you all at the end who it's by. I'm going to read just little parts of it, and it's just, it's, it's so relevant to today. Uh, There's a couple points I'm going to tie in at the end. At least I'm going to try to. And as I said, I'm just going to read bits and pieces of it. Because it was pretty lengthy. I I think when it was given, it was somewhere around 25 or 30 minutes. I have an uncomfortable feeling that this prosperity here in America isn't something on which we can base our hopes for the future. No nation in history has ever survived a tax burden that reached to a third of its national income. Today, 37 cents out of every dollar earned in this country is the tax collector's share, and yet our government continues to spend a million, $17 million a day more than the government takes in. We haven't balanced our budget 28 of the last 34 years. And we've raised our debt limit three times in the last 12 months, and now our national debt is one and a half times bigger than all the combined debts of all the nations of the world. We have $15 billion in gold in our treasury. We don't own an ounce. Foreign dollar claims are $27.3 billion. And we've just announced that the dollar of 1939 will now purchase 45 cents in its total value. Different numbers, folks. Situation is similar today. Actually, more grim. Uh, foreign investment. The how little the dollar is worth compared to earlier years. Our debt 
the fact that we don't balance our budget as a government, yet we expect individual citizens, well, at least individual citizens that aren't on welfare, to balance theirs. And the amount of money that the government takes back from individuals that work for a living to give to those that don't. So the problems are very similar still, just worse 60 years after this speech. And there's a couple things that come to mind. One is the New Testament verse about if you don't work, you don't eat. There's no basis for socialism or welfare from the government, from stealing other people's money to give to those, because it's not really giving, right? You're not giving of yourself, you're stealing from others to give. There's no basis there in the New Testament, not the way that we do it today. There's a basis for individuals, for us caring for the poor and needy, but socialism and welfare never do that. They make more poor and needy. And then the other thing, when we get, and, and whether we get through all of this today or not, at the end, there's a great line about the fact that all of this goes back to our ties as a country to God and to the teachings of Christ. And the fact that you cannot, like Adam said, the quote that we use so often, you can't have this, this republic, you can't have this freedom or liberty if you do not have a moral and religious people, a Christian people, a people that follow the teachings of Christ. It just, it just won't work. As for the peace that we would preserve, I wonder who among us would like to approach the wife or mother whose husband or son has died in South Vietnam and ask them if they think this is a peace that should be maintained indefinitely. Do they mean peace, or do they mean we just want to be left in peace? There can be no real peace while one American is dying someplace in the world for the rest of us. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. And it's been said if we lose that war, and in so doing lose this way of freedom of ours, History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. Uh, and I can answer that question today. We do not. We don't know it as adults. Our children certainly don't know it. And that is a very damning comment. It was 60 years ago and it still is today. History will record with greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. No people in the history of the world has ever had more than we have today. God has blessed America in every conceivable way, and we have rejected him, spit on him, kicked him out of our institutions, our education, our homes, our lives, and then we wonder why the country is falling apart, and we wonder why we're heading straight toward darkness in a civil war because we're a christian nation and that's why we've been blessed 
as our founders on this podcast, we talk about repeatedly again and again and again. And yet we've kicked God out. Not too long ago, two friends of mine were talking to a Cuban refugee. Huh, little snake on the road. I paused. That's why it looked like a stick and I kicked it and off it went. Not too long ago, two friends of mine were talking to a Cuban refugee, a businessman who had escaped from Castro. And in the midst of his story, one of my friends turned to the other one and said, we don't know how lucky we are. And the Cuban stopped and said, how lucky you are. I had some place to escape to. And in that sentence, he told us the entire story. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This, America, is the last stand on earth. And this idea that government is beholden to the people, that it has no other source of power except the sovereign people, is still the newest and the most unique idea in all the long history of man's relation to man. The last stand on earth. If that's not condemning folks, man. And and notice... The words here in this speech, escape from Castro, from communism and socialism. You notice the people that promote socialism and communism and the facets of it. You never hear people that have lived in it. Praise those systems. With few exceptions that I I can't even think of one. It's all about escaping. And the common sense, folks, the logic is, if socialism and communism were so wonderful, why were so many people willing to risk everything, their life, all that they had, to leave them? It's the same thing, really, when you look at the Muslim countries like Iran. If if those countries are so great, why are people not breaking into those countries. You know, Europe has basically turned into a socialist block, and you do see a flood of Muslim immigrants coming in there, which tells you something about the Muslim countries that they're fleeing from, if they're fleeing to socialism. But the bottom line is Europe still has the vestiges of of a somewhat Christian foundation there, and that's the the positives that they have are leftovers, holdovers from that. You just can't get away from the fact that you cannot have true liberty and freedom without the Spirit of God being present in a nation. That is what made us different. That is why people want to come here still today. Whether they admit that Jesus Christ is the Son of God or claim him as their personal savior or not. The reason they're coming here is because the men and women that fought and and bled and died and shed tears and lost loved ones for this country did so with those Christian values like we talk about again from 
Franklin to Adams to Adams to another Adams to Washington to Jefferson across the board. Lincoln and Grant. Those, it's like Wilson said, America was born a Christian nation. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives better than we can plan them ourselves, this is the issue. You see that so often, folks. Are, are you going, and we've gotten the more and more centralized you get. This was one of the great strengths of the Marine Corps, de decentralized control. We push down responsibility to our NCOs, our non-commissioned officers who are our younger Marines, like our corporals and our sergeants. We pushed responsibility down, way down, gave them responsibility, gave them as much authority as we could give them to make those decisions, and that made us better. The more centralized you get, the worse the decisions become, the worse the functioning of the unit becomes, and this is true of our government as well. We've given more and more power to the central authority, and the central authority said, oh, you've got to kick God out, by the way, and then we said, oh, okay, you must be right which is just mind-boggling to assume that we would trust a body of men more than we trust God in a nation founded on the principles of his son. And yet that's what we've done. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. Up man's old-aged dream, the ultimate in individual freedom consistent with law and order, or down to the ant heap of totalitarianism. And regardless of their sincerity, their humanitarian motives, those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. And that falls in line with Franklin's quote about those who would give up liberty for security and safety essential liberty for temporary safety deserve neither. You can't get there, folks. You, you just, you can't get there by giving more and more responsibility to the government. And we can't protect ourselves from every single thing. Fear drives so much of this. And you have that fear more and more. When you push God out, that leaves a vacuum. And, and evil, the devil, willingly steps in to fill that vacuum. Our founders knew this. Our great leaders have known this. I thought this was very interesting based on recent elections. In this vote harvesting time, they use terms like great society, or as we were told a few days ago by the president, we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. But, They've been a little more explicit in the past and among themselves, and all of the things I'm about to read now will have appeared in print. For example, they have voices that say that the Cold War will end through our acceptance of a not undemocratic socialism. Another voice says the profit motive has become outmoded. It must be replaced by the incentives of the welfare state or 
Our traditional system of individual freedom is incapable of solving the complex problems of the 20th century. One senator has said at Stanford University that the Constitution is outmoded. He referred to the president as our moral teacher and our leader. And he says he is hobbled in his task by the restrictions of power imposed on him by this antiquated document. He must, quote, be freed, end quote, so that he can do for us what he knows is best. Sounds pretty close to what we hear today. Does it not? You don't know what's good for you, but we do. Not God, but men. Your republic isn't worthwhile. Socialism is. Hard work is of no value. We must promote the welfare state, which steals from individuals and gives to others. Brings to mind another New Testament verse where Jesus Christ gives a parable about a man that hired people to come in and work his vineyard, paid the same amount to the first that he gave to the last. The first worked all day, the last worked only an hour. And some of his, the ones that worked all day were very upset, said, hey, you you gave the same amount of money, but we, we worked all this day. And in the parable, the response given to them was, I did you no wrong, I paid you what we agreed to pay. I've done, I've done no harm to you. Don't I have a right to do with my own money what I choose? I have chosen to be generous. Or are you generous? Are you, you upset because I am generous? I'm paraphrasing horribly right now, folks. But the bottom line is Jesus in this parable didn't say, oh, yeah, you're right. Let's go take some money from so-and-so and we'll give it to you. He said, I have a right to do what I want with my own money. Now, we have a command as a Christian nation, as a people that follow the teachings of Christ to care for the poor and needy. Yes, individually. Absolutely. The same reason, though, that we may end up destroying our country is the same reason that socialism is doomed to failure because you cannot force people to be moral. It's why Jesus, why God gave us free will while we get to choose whether we follow God and accept Jesus Christ as our Savior or not. It's, it's, it's the dichotomy, if that's the right word, that we've talked about before on this podcast about America. Our founders knew. Well, let me back up. Our founders absolutely believed in freedom of religion to choose. They knew that you could not force any man to true faith, nor could you force any man away from true faith. But they also knew the flip side of the coin. What They knew and repeatedly stated this from Patrick Henry to Adams, just across the board, that if we did not have, all the way up into the 20th century, if we did not have a moral and religious, a Christian people, America was doomed. Our republic was doomed. You've got to have the ability to choose, but Lord, if we choose the wrong way, there's a price to pay. And at some point, folks, here's the little dark secret that we talk about. At some point, if you have one group of people that chooses, not perfectly, they're not perfect, but chooses to do the best they can to follow those founding principles, those teachings of Christ, and you have another people that purposely choose to reject those teachings, and embrace the evil values that we see across today that we talk so much about here. 
there can be no reconciliation there. There can be no coexistence. One or the other must prevail. And that's where we're at. That's where we're at. We're going, as, as this speech said, we're either going to continue down this long, dark path to totalitarianism, or we're going to have to turn around. And maybe, hopefully, that's without a fight. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I just don't see that. Uh, but I would love to be wrong. I'd love for some of y'all to come back at me a few years from now and say, see, you were wrong. We managed to turn this thing around. So I've kept y'all for long enough today. Uh, this was a speech given by Ronald Reagan. We're going to read some more of it for the next couple episodes, I think, because it has it gets better and better, folks. And as I said, toward the end, we'll kind of tie this all together. But he acknowledges the fact that if we don't turn to God, it's over. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of whatever is left of your day. I hope that you have a wonderful Easter weekend. I hope that we all remember why we celebrate Easter, just like we remember why we celebrate Christmas, just like we are trying to remember on this podcast why we have a great American republic. One man, Jesus Christ. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon. Looking forward to it.